Welcome to the Maybe I Can podcast. I'm your host, Debbie Weiss. I'm here to motivate and inspire you to stop using your circumstances as an excuse, just like I used to. An excuse to not take control of your life. It's time to stop living your life on autopilot and start taking purposeful action to create the life you truly desire. Let's do this together. Welcome back to the Maybe I Can podcast. And I think by now you know me well enough to know that I just tell it like it is. And I find with these podcasts, the best way to come up with an episode idea or share what I think would be valuable is whatever is going on in my life. And right now I'm having like a bad week. Now I know you know what I'm talking about because we've all had a bad week. We've all had bad months and years and all of those things. And even though I'm on this transformational journey, as hopefully you are, and by listening to my podcast, hopefully you're getting started on that journey. It's a journey. I don't think we ever get there. And there's nothing wrong with that. We just got to keep trying. So I have found myself in a little bit of a negative spiral, going back to a little bit of that victim mentality, comparing myself to other people. Why are these things happening to me? My poor dog, Yogi, got pancreatitis, which I don't know, nothing like that has ever happened before. And it was just sad. He was so oh, in such pain and everything about it was awful. And I'm saying was, which isn't really true because it's still going on. He's sleeping in in my family room on the couch and barely moves and needs to be picked up. And, oh, just so sad. If you're a pet lover, you know what I'm talking about. When it's your dog, you know, you just want to be able to say to him, I wish he understood. And I wish he understood because then maybe he would take his medicine. He is impossible with that. But anyhow, and then my son, Ben, left for college a couple of days ago, which is great. He's going into his junior year and living with a bunch of his friends, and it's all good, and I'm happy, and I'm excited for him. But it's tough because since Gary, my husband, passed away almost eight months ago now, all of these things, it's like it hits you from out of the blue. Sometimes the grief, and this is one of those times, like when Ben leaves, it feels like we shrunk our family again from a family of what was four just eight short months ago to then a family of three. And then, of course, Ben is still part of the family, but when he's not here in the day-to-day and it's just Sam and I, it's it's a very different feeling. And... Uh, yeah, all of these things, I, I think I'm also having some, oh gosh, I can't think of the word. Like after you have an exciting event, you feel that letdown. I guess that's what I'm trying to say of my book launch. So it's been almost three weeks now since my memoir on Second Thought, Maybe I Can launched and I had a launch party and it was amazing and I had planned it's they they equate 
writing a book to birthing a baby. And that is what it feels like because there are so many stages and it takes such a long period of time. For me, it was probably almost a year from the time that I decided I was going to give it a try to write until the time it was published, which really, I don't think that's too bad. But for a year, that book is your focus. And then you are anticipating the launch and that happened. And then after the launch happened, it was a letdown. And then I realized, oh boy, this is just the beginning, like they say. Now this is phase two, getting myself out there, getting the word out there about the book so that I can share my message, which is the whole intent of the book and the podcast and of me speaking. So it's okay. You spend a year, boom, here it is. And now it's okay. Next. And anyhow, so that's what leave me feeling blah, feeling sorry for myself, feeling a little lonely, especially having to stay with Yogi in the house and he and I alone. And it just brings up all of these thoughts. So I found myself in a negative spiral. Back to why me and comparing myself, that person's life, oh, look at them. They're so lucky. They have this family situation. They get to do this and this, whatever it is, that whole comparison thing. And then I realized I was doing it. And right there is the key. Because for the majority of my life, I didn't realize it. This time I said, look what you're doing. You're doing just what you tell everyone else not to do. And I stopped myself. And the first thing that flashed through my mind was to remember the things that I was thankful for. And I looked around my house and I looked outside at nature and just really started listing the things to remind myself, stop with the comparison. You have so much to be grateful for. And then I said, gratitude. I never understood when people said you need a gratitude practice. It really just flew over my head. I thought it was just, <laughs> honestly, I thought it was nonsense. What do you mean a gratitude practice? But now I get it. And I wanna share with you, you know, what I've done, some different options and, you know, why it helps. And it really is what kind of helped me this time because it brought me out of that negative place. And scientifically, amazingly enough, it's been shown to help your overall health as well as your mental and emotional health. Who knew? I don't know. When, when did this gratitude practice thing start? I don't know where it started, but obviously it's a big thing. And scientists have been studying it. And it also, they say, helps us focus which I guess I can understand that as well. The way I got into it was my coach, my business coach, Shana Recker, as a gift when I first began, I guess I first became her client, she
she sent me a gift and the gift was a gratitude journal. And in the journal, each day, there were entries that you should fill in the morning and the evening, and it gave you prompts. And I find prompts helpful because sometimes staring at a blank page, especially when back then, so that was probably November of 2021, when I first started journaling, I wasn't freeform journaling yet. It was, it's overwhelming to look at a blank page. So I started and I said, okay, she gave me this gift. So now I feel obligated to try it, right? Because I'm sure she's going to ask me how I like it and I want to be honest. And so I made it a part of my morning routine. Actually, I decided when I was eating breakfast, I paired it with something so that I could always remember to do it. When I'm eating, I'm going to fill out the gratitude journal. And it was not, it didn't take a long time or anything. It probably took three minutes to fill it out. But when I first started filling it out, I was like, okay, list three things you're grateful for this morning. And I thought, what am I supposed to say? My kids, my husband, who was alive back then, my dog, my extended family, my house, I don't know. And then what I found was happening as I started filling it out, like day after day, I noticed that during the day, I was actually noticing things to be grateful for. I think I was like on the lookout because I realized I don't want to keep repeating the same thing, even though that's okay, especially in the beginning, you're allowed to repeat the same thing. And I say aloud, that's ridiculous. It's your practice. You decide. There are really no rules. You make the rules. But I had in my head, my rules were, oh, you got to keep coming up with different things. And that did open my mind as I was driving. I happened to notice if I was stopped at a light, I looked at pretty flowers, I saw a butterfly. I started to pay attention to nature. I started to pay attention to things like me going into, back then I was going to a drugstore all the time because my husband had so many pills. It was like I was going there every day and I was so grateful for the girl there who was so sweet and loved to see her and have our little chit chat or even my McDonald's Diet Coke lady in the morning. It was things like that I started to pay attention to that I realized how grateful I am to have those things and those people in my life because it it impacts my day, right? When you're chit-chatting or you smile at someone or someone gives you a compliment, like all of those things really have the power to immediately shift our mindset. So that's how I got into it. Now, as I said, there was a morning and an evening component. I found the evening component really difficult because the journal was downstairs in my house. So it was ready in the morning when I ate breakfast. I don't know why. I certainly could have made it a habit to fill it out at night before I went upstairs, but I didn't do that. Instead, I kept telling myself, I've got to bring the journal upstairs and fill it out when I was sitting in bed right before I went to sleep. Again, my own rule, it didn't work out for me because I would forget to bring the journal up. And then in the morning, I would forget to bring it down and I would be so tired. I never wound up doing it. 
And I did that for a while. And then I stopped. I don't know why I stopped. I don't remember. There was probably some reason that kind of got me off my game, which is what usually happens when you stop whatever habits that you have. Maybe something throws you off and all of a sudden you forget that's even part of your routine. And that's what happened to me. Since then, and as I'm talking, obviously I'm sitting, not obviously, I'm sitting here thinking, oh, you know what? I got to really go upstairs because the journal is upstairs. That's probably the last time that I filled it out. I should look at the date. It was upstairs. I did then, after stopping the actual journal that Shana got me, I did try when I was freeform journaling to write three things I was grateful for every morning. But again, that's down by the wayside. This is a good reminder for me. Something else. So here's how to start. Let's just talk about that. Again, this is your party, your rules. There are no rules. You do what works for you. But like any new habit, the best thing to do is make it simple. Start with something easy. So a lot of people, when they first wake up in the morning, before jumping out of bed, in their minds, they say three things that they're grateful for. I'm picking the number three. I don't know why. Again, no rules. Or and or when they go to bed at night, they make sure to do that. Now, I think for me, that was a little difficult because I needed some kind of reminder. Otherwise, I would forget the physical gratitude journal for me was my reminder. So that was helpful. But maybe you like to set your alarm or you put a note by your nightstand. Whatever, again, whatever works for you. Of course, you can actually purchase a gratitude journal just like I had and that was very helpful. Or if you do already have a journaling practice, then just add this if it's something that you're not doing every day. It doesn't also have to be a formal thing. Think about the little things during the day that you can do that actually make you feel better and you're making somebody else feel better. Maybe you should just smile more often. Pay attention to that. I was watching... So last night, as I was sitting with Yogi, because as I said, he has pancreatitis, and I never get a chance to sit down and watch TV. And I started binge watching Sweet Magnolias on Netflix, loving it. I was up till way too late, and hopefully I'm going to finish the rest of the episodes today. But one of the characters was saying that she used to be fun. And now she's just always angry and she owns her own business and she's always telling everybody what to do. So she had a discussion with her minister and the minister reminded her or asked her, what is it that makes you happy? And she's a chef. So she said cooking, but she's been in her kitchen and always barking at her staff instead of actually enjoying the act of cooking. And then they show how her mindset completely changed. She shifted into not a totally different person, but she started enjoying cooking. She saw how she could go out and teach people and 
be generous with her time and her knowledge. And you could just see how it was changing her. So smile more, compliment other people more often. Volunteer, right? Maybe it's, it doesn't have to be a big volunteer commitment. Maybe it's just an act of kindness every day, which could be giving somebody a compliment. It doesn't have to be big. And if you think about it, I think that's the big thing. We don't really realize how when we do things for others, it's a win-win situation, right? Because obviously you're doing something to help someone else, but it also makes you feel so good. And that's something lately that I've realized that I crave, that that is my passion. That's what really fills me up is the pleasure that I get from helping others. And I think that's why I wound up where I am right now today. It took me a long time to get there, but now I know it. Another thing you can do is share your gratitude with others, right? What if you just randomly text one of your friends or family and tell them you love them or how much you appreciate everything they do or obviously pick up the phone would be a good thing too, but even just a little text. Again, I always, whenever I do this stuff in my mind, I always like to think to myself, how would that make me feel? I would love getting a random te text from somebody saying, I just want you to know I'm thinking about you. I love you. I appreciate you. Any of those things. I'm telling you, if you can incorporate any of this into your life will change and it will improve in every way. It's like any habit and habit stacking, which, you know, means what I said I did with the gratitude journal, right? I said, okay, every time I eat in the morning, every time I eat breakfast, that means that I'm also going to fill out the journal. That kind of stuff, there's a lot of habit tricks. This isn't a podcast about that. Needless to say, that's another whole podcast, not just an episode, another whole series and books and all of that. But it's like any habit. I think starting small, habit stacking, pair it with something else, set reminders in your phone. And I think you're quickly going to see, like, wow, this really does make a difference. So here you go. Maybe you're like I was and I said, I can't do that. That's not for me. Not even I can't do that. I had just decided that's ridiculous and that's not for me. But on second thought, let's think about this. What's the harm in trying something new and seeing if it makes a difference in your life? Okay, nothing. That's the answer. Hopefully you're thinking the same thing. There is nothing wrong with that. So I implore you, whenever you're listening, just do it the rest of today, right? Be mindful, look around, think about things you're grateful for, smile at others, give them compliments. Do any of these little things and pay attention to how you feel. I would love to hear that you started a practice, that you find your current practice helpful, Please DM me, send me an email, debbie at debbierweiss.com. 
Same thing. I'd love feedback on the book. Again, it's on second thought. Maybe I can. And it can be purchased at wherever books are sold. And I've already gotten some messages and they just, I can't even tell you how they make my day. Thanks so much for listening today. And remember, you've always had the power, my dear. You've just had to learn it for yourself. Until next time.